Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 260 of the What Up, Though? Podcast. Yeah, man. Got some shit to go over today. All right. Got some things to discuss. So uh, before you get into all of that, I'm trying a new whiskey that I haven't had before. Um, What's that? It's a George Dicko single barrel 15 year. I've seen the George Dicko brand. I doubt I've seen a 15 year, but. So. Uh, oh, shit. I'm going to pick up the wrong cup. Uh, what, was, what was in the other cup? I'm scared to ask. Well, no, I, so I, I poured <laughs> I poured a glass of <laughs> I poured a glass of Buffalo Trace and I had a glass, I'm in the garage, I had a glass of Buffalo Trace that I didn't quite finish that's been sitting in the garage since probably not last Saturday, probably two Saturdays ago. Well, damn. And it's all cloudy and then like I, the reason I didn't drink it was because when I brought it up to my mouth, I could immediately, it smelled weird. Like it smelled like, I don't know, like almost like, I don't know, it's hard to describe, but it smells like something <laughs> you do not want to put in your body. Like it's like, this does not smell right at all. It looks like, it looks like, it's like I said, it's only a small amount, but it kind of looks like apple cider in color. Whereas I'll, like normal Buffalo Trace don't look like that. <laughs> I'm just about to say, I've left like small, drops of like bourbon and like my glen can gas excuse me glass and it like gels up or it dries up and it's super fucking hard to clean out i mm-hmm. hate when i do it and i just forget yeah so uh, yeah i almost i almost drank that but when i put it in my mouth immediately the smell was like oh man what the fuck yeah so the george dicko 15 year single barrel is one that we can, I cannot find in michigan um, I had a um, cigar buddy of mine that lives in Florida ship it to me. Uh, I've cause I he I had bought a George Dicko bottle and bonded when I was in Kentucky, and I wish I would have bought more because I can't find that one here either. But I've seen like three different George Dickos here, and none of them was ones that I've had or wanted to try. So um, it was about sixty eight bucks or something, but then it cost me another like fifteen bucks to fucking ship it. So. Uh, this ended up being a pricey bottle, but it is good as fuck. I just poured a little bit because I don't want to get too fucked up today, but it is damn good. Hmm. Where'd you Where'd you find it? Uh, Florida. Oh, and somebody <laughs> shipped it to me. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So yeah, I, 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 like the going, bottle was like seventy bucks. The bottle, <laughs> right? Exactly. The bottle was like fifteen bucks. I'm sorry. The shipping was like fifteen bucks. The bottle was like almost seventy bucks. Uh, oh, wow. so. Yeah, when you start adding up the price, like man, I really paid that much more. But I mean, I guess you got to pay the ship shit. So, yeah, it's, it's good. It has a a good finish. It's like one uh, hundred and four proof. It's uh, solid. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, if I if I still have some, which I plan on only taking a few sips out of this and putting it up, I really want to save this save this bottle and use it sparingly. So, you know, in, in some town, if you ever make it on the side of town. Uh, I should have some. <laughs> I'll be uh, 
I'll be making my way over that side of town probably this weekend because I, I plan on trying to hit back up the dispensary because I haven't been to the dispensary in a while. And um, I like to I like to I like to have edibles because I don't like to I don't like to smoke uh, in the house. And then something you know, have you ever uh, when you get when you freshly charge the the pen? had a time where you hit it and it like makes you cough your whole face off. I almost died one time after doing that. Doc. Yeah. It's like when it's, when it's newly charged, like for some reason, man, it's like, I like, I usually do maybe like four or five hits of it in a night, uh, like consecutively, like four or five hits or whatever. And, but when it's freshly charged, one of them hits is going to make me cough real fucking hard. But I like I like being able to control with the edibles, being able to control the dosage and the time, because it's like I know exactly what doses I'm taking, and then I know it's gonna kick in in about forty five minutes or so. So like it's like I I I it, I got that down to a system, but since my card expired, I had to get it renewed, and I got it renewed, but I don't have a new card yet. But I I have an email with like my uh uh like my number the whatever. You know the number, like you have a credit card number and a lot of number on your license. My marijuana car has a number, so like I have an email with that with that number in it from a state. So like uh, the doctor told me I could take that to a dispensary. So I'm probably gonna hit a dispensary up on the weekend and try to get some more edibles because I'm like, man, hitting this pen has been kind of a nuisance. Although I like the fact that I get high almost instantly, <laughs> so that that's good. Oh, okay, well, cool. Actually, shit, no, I won't even be here this weekend, but um, I'll catch up with you at some point. Um, oh, yeah, where, where, I forgot. Where are you going to be at? Uh, going back down to uh, Indiana for uh, Ristafari. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I feel Is like... Anybody else going this time? Yeah, uh, Tony and Dan went last time. No, yeah, I, I remember. I, I said, is anybody going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that? same guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, just Tony and Dan. Uh-huh. So, um, so yeah, so that'd be cool. Uh, and other than that, I got that's the thing Brian be at, right? Yeah. Did so you saw Brian from the Hercast. Yeah. So Brian is doing his hair again. I don't know if you've seen it in his pictures. I I, uh, I, don't, I did. I don't know where I saw that, but I did see his picture. Yeah. So he's dyed his hair like red. He, he looks like the Kansas City Chiefs, like a mascot or some shit. But he's, <laughs> but all for the cause for him uh, for the whatever cause he does. I think it's like for some kind of children's illness or uh, something something to that effect. But he, I guess he so I guess he does it every year. And he, as soon as he cut it, he grows it again, and then he grows it for the charity, and then he cuts it again in March. So he just has this reoccurring thing he does with his hair that's just a reoccurring thing it's just reoccurring it just starts over and then he just starts back up for the for the uh, for the charity oh okay yeah uh yeah i saw it that's <laughs> crazy he looked wild <laughs> right but i respect i respect that though that's dope yeah it is i i, I mean i guess he uh i think he works I think he he drives like a uh, some big like a construction rig or something. So it's not like he has an office job where he has to he couldn't run around with a big ass orange and yellow fro and shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so catch up with him um, this weekend. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, I kind of wish it was you know it's like uh, we're trying to get this second shot. I'm just like man, 
please don't bring nobody around me. I'm going to be masked up like crazy, trying not trying to avoid people, you know, outside in the tent and shit. Like, man, I just need to make it to the 25th. It's this fucking other <laughs> shot. And I could feel, and I could, I could travel f- f- more, uh, I guess, uh, freely and, or at least feel safer. Although I feel like I'm probably going to have a mask on in public forever and shit. Yeah. But you, I mean, you, you are mainly good off the first shot. Like, like it, it's something like, I think the, the Moderna and the, um, the Pfizer vaccines, they have a, I think it's like a high mid to high nineties efficiency rate after the two, but after the first one, I think it's like 70%. So it's like, it's still high after the first one. That's interesting. I never read up in it, read up enough on it to, uh, to even know that much. Um, but, and this is stupid, but I equated the pain from the second one that people get that there was a higher dose of whatever it is in the second one. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know anything about like the pain from the second dose. Like like that's the only thing I've heard of that's I've only heard about that via word of mouth. Like like people I've seen I've seen people tweet that, like you've seen people tweet that or mention it. So like I, I've only seen that through word of mouth. I haven't heard that like on any like podcast, yeah. but it's, it's podcasts that I heard. You know, they get, you know, get a scientist on talking about it. And because it, it was actually the topic was the Johnson and Johnson vaccine versus the Moderna and Pfizer, because the Johnson vaccine had a lower effective rate. But the scientists were like, it's really not any worse because the other two were tested under di- different circumstances. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, you, you can't re- it's, it's not an apples to apples comparison. And they say that the, the Johnson Johnson one is is equally as effective. But um, that's how I know is that they, they say like you're, you're mostly good after the first one. It's just the second one gets you up to that like 90th percentile of like effectiveness. But it's yeah. not low beforehand. Yeah, I, I was wondering about the Johnson Johnson as well. I mean, I didn't have an option for any way of just whatever they're going to give me. But I do know in Detroit that initially Duggan had den- um, held off getting the J&J Johnson Johnson vaccine. And I seen some remarks of him saying, that he wanted to continue with the Pfizer and the Moderna because they were more effective. But I think he retracted those statements after hearing some stuff about it. But I was on someone's Facebook status and uh, reading someone's Facebook status a couple of days ago. And there's a subset of people who are, are like extremely angry that uh, Detroit is getting so much are doing so well with the with the uh, the vaccines. Like I understand the frustration. Everybody wants to have a shot. I get it. You know. So we talked about it jokingly and stuff. But these people were like angry as fuck, talking about how Macomb County hasn't seen anything. They don't care about the old people in Macomb County and and why would <laughs> why would uh, why would Duggan turn shots down? We would love to have those here. I'm like. I don't know the full story of the turndown. I know I do know that he mentioned, uh, you know, something about the effective rate and actually backtrack on that. But with something so sensitive, I can understand taking so much, so many shots, so many vaccinations, and then not having a plan to use them. 
Like the shit is full <laughs> on. Like like there's expiration shit. Like you get say you get six thousand fucking Johnson Johnson shots, and they fucking sit, and because you don't got a fucking plan for them, they just die off. Then it's like you done fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I rather somebody not take them and they potentially go somewhere else than you know what I'm saying take them and they just sit on a fucking side of Jefferson and shit and just fucking die off somewhere or some shit like that. Shit, it just doesn't make fucking sense, man. Um, yeah, and the, the Johnson and Johnson one too. Like, uh, so on the podcast they had some some scientists on there and they asked like, so if you could choose, which one would you choose? And she was like, you get get whichever one is available to you first because they're they're all equally as effective. But the Johnson and Johnson one is better for I guess for the the healthcare providers because it doesn't require those like incredibly cold temperatures mm-hmm. like it can be stored at like normal temperatures like other vaccines and then obviously you only got to do the one instead of having to do two right. so it's like there's you know there's advantages to both although obviously the temperature storage has nothing to do with us we don't give a shit but right, it, it makes right. it so oh and it, it lasts longer too so like whereas like if you like there's something where like if you don't use i think the the other ones go go bad kind of fast like after a, uh what was it like four weeks at, not, not, I'm not. I'm sorry. They don't go bad, but it's like you have to get the second one within a, a certain time frame. I think uh, it was like four, you. like it's, it's like four to six weeks or something like that. So it's like it has like a not a limit on effectiveness, but just like you can't take too long between the two. You have to get the second one at a certain amount, a certain amount of time, which right. obviously you don't have to worry about with just the one with Johnson Johnson. You just in and out. So yeah. Uh... Yeah, man. So I, I just I hope I really hope that, you know, Michigan gets a lot better with a lot of other places. Um, but at the same time, Detroit had just as many fucking uh, uh, people infected as a lot of fucking counties. So, I mean, based on that, it seemed like Detroit probably should have got them is uh, got them early. And, you know, they, they're working out. I haven't heard of too many issues downtown with them, a minister in them. Uh, when I went, like I said, the line was long as fuck. There was a lot of people in line, but they was moving and it wasn't no issues and shit. So hopefully a lot of other people can start getting their shit, man. But I wouldn't care which one it was. You didn't have a choice anyway. When I pulled up, can I asked over the phone and they was like, I don't, we don't deal with that. We just scheduling the people. So when I got there, they're just like, but they're now. I was like, okay. But I did see some cars have signs on them. So they, I guess they mark your car for which, what are you getting, whether it's your first or second dose or whether, whatever, which dose you're getting. And some cars had Pfizer. So I don't know how, how they separate who gets Pfizer, who doesn't get Pfizer and so forth. So, hmm. um, and yeah, then it's like, could, could you fuck up and get one Moderna and then a Pfizer and you know what I'm saying? Your fucking arm fall off or some shit. Like, now that's, <laughs> now that's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. I wonder, yeah. I, I mean, obviously your arm would fall off, but yeah. I wonder if, that, no, 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 if that's possible. Yeah, like, yeah. If, if you have to get the same one each, each time, or can you do that? That, like, that's a very a good question. I've not heard of any, and and that was just a random thought. I haven't even, I hadn't even thought about that until five seconds ago. And, but I, I'm, you know, I would be curious as how how would that affect someone. Um, but yeah, so I got like you got to when you get the first one, you get a card with the. But I'm like shit. If so, if a shot is mixed up, I mean shit. It's not, it's not like you gonna know it. Well, so, yeah, that's true. So, so you just in that bitch. Like I didn't even I I, I don't take needles but i'm not fond of just looking at somebody jab me in the arm so i didn't even fucking look at the needle 
I just looked over at my radio and just was waiting on it to be over. So it was quick. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's not, I don't look at it either. Like, I don't have any problem with it. Like, I'm not just like scared, like, oh, man, it's going to hurt so bad. Like, I don't have any problem doing it, but I don't like looking at it either. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I don't even look at, I don't even look at myself getting tattoos. Like, I, I'm like, I, I don't look at that neither. <laughs> so, and it's not, like I said, I don't think I'm going to throw up or nothing to pass out if I see it. It's just, I don't, I don't want to. Nah, <laughs> so I just yeah. don't look at it. Yeah, I'm just not, you know, not doing that. So that's actually a good segue into into the day I had today. Oh, cool. uh, did you did Bro you have it. something else you wanted to say though? No, I was just about to say we just jump into the topics. Oh, okay. So um I don't know if I mentioned it on here before, but like the past, I'd say like two months or so, my right shoulder has been a complete fucking shit show. Like I woke up one day and it just hurt. Like it hurt, it hurt a lot. And I'm just like okay, I must have slept on it weird. So, you know, whatever. I just went about my day and I'm like, it'll be fine pretty soon. After about like three weeks and it wasn't better, I was like, all right, well, maybe I should go to the doctor. So I'll go to this like shoulder specialist or whatever. And he was basically like, yeah, you know, you can have inflammation of the shoulder inside your shoulder and it can, it can hurt for up to three months. So he's like, so it's not, you know, it's not that crazy. He's like, but you know, if you, you know, give it some time and then, you know, if, if, if it doesn't get better, we can explore like physical therapy or some injections or whatever. And then if that doesn't help, then we can get an MRI and then we'll go from there. And I, I for one, I thought this whole wait and see approach was kind of weird, but I'm like, all right, whatever. This nigga's an expert. I'll just go whatever you say. And um, so I left and then however much time, another four or five weeks passed and it wasn't any better. So I'm like, all right, let me go back. So I go back and this time I kind of like challenged it a little bit. And I, I wasn't, I wasn't, like being a dick about it, nothing like that. I asked what was to me, what was a rhetorical question. I was trying to make a point, but I did really, it wasn't a rhetorical question. I'm sorry. I was trying to make a point, but I didn't really want to know the answer to the question. And the guy basically said the same shit. So I was like, you know, the same shit about therapy, physical therapy or injections or whatever in an MRI. And I was like, so, and I, I prefaced it. I was like, I'm prefacing this by saying, I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about, but this is just me trying to just figure out the train of thought what's what on what basis do you decide to try a bunch of things first and then get an MRI as opposed to getting an MRI knowing what's wrong like do I have inflammation do I have a tear of a ligament or whatever and then doing treatment for what you know is the issue as opposed to like let's try this let's try that and then get an MRI and he was like yeah that's a good point let's schedule an MRI I mean, I so, think it's it's fucked up that you have to go through all this questioning to actually get some shit done. I mean, come my question was like, well, shit, is my insurance not covering this shit? Like, why are you stopping from doing this shit? Yeah, he said that basically he was saying that MRIs are like really expensive. So they look at it like, let's try the things that are inexpensive first before we. And, and then the idea is like, OK, if we try physical therapy and that works, now we've solved the problem without the cost of an MRI. So it's like a financial thing um, that I, I'm supposing, like, you know, if you're, and he's like, if you have good insurance, like what difference does it make? I'm like, exactly. So let's schedule that. MRI. And, and that, that's kind of, <laughs> what my, that was, that was kind of my question. Like, I didn't know, I didn't, I thought you were going to ask that. And so that's why I was curious. Like, is mm -hmm. it a matter of my fucking insurance? Like what the fuck's going on? Like, why can't I get this? Like, I understand there are steps in involving, but after so long, I'm assuming you've been dealing with this. How long now? It's been about two months. Yeah, dude, like who the fuck want to go three, four, another fucking month when you can actually use your insurance for what it's for and figure shit out? 
yeah so like i i i shortened the conversation but yeah like that that was the that was the reason was like the the cost of an mri versus other stuff but so anyway we scheduled the mri which was today and so i've had, had well one have you had an mri before never had one okay so like the weird thing about it is that it's like a cylindrical kind of tube that your whole body goes into mm, yeah I'm but the tube is like super super like uh tight yeah like like there's no room to move in it and then you can't move so like anytime you go for mri one of the first things they ask you is if you claustrophobic because if you claustrophobic you're gonna freak the fuck out mm. so I, point being i've had an mri before so i knew what to expect because i had on my back before i had back surgery and all they had me do was basically just lay down and then they put me into the thing and i had to basically lay there for like 40 45 minutes something like that so i'm like all right cool this would be a piece of cake right so i go up in there and uh after i go through the whole registration and shit like that and, and go to the back i'm talking to um uh, you know i go they, they they make you change to like the hospital gown or whatever um and then i finally get in there and i'm talking to this woman and she's like yeah so uh we're gonna start with an injection i'm like uh, okay an injection fuck y'all injecting me for yeah so apparently when it's like a joint like a lip like a, a joint like a shoulder or whatever they inject this dye into your into into the joint so that uh, one to for, for contrast to help with contrast, and then she said like the fluid kind of like like opens your shoulder up a little bit to make it easier to like see the ligaments and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, cool. And j- just like we were just saying, I don't give a fuck about no inject no needles and nothing like that. So I'm like, all right, whatever, cool. But like she keeps talking about it, and and. I'm like, well, how long is the uh, how long is the MRI gonna take? She's like, oh, it's on the shoulder. She's like, probably like 10, 15 minutes. So I'm like, oh, okay. I was like 40, 45 minutes for a back. And she's like, yeah, that's different. You know, a shoulder is a smaller, a smaller portion or whatever. So and it's a very, you know, focused thing. So she's like, it's only be like 10, 15 minutes. And then she goes, the worst part of all this is the injection. I'm like, wait, what, like, what are you inject- <laughs> like, what are you what are you like, putting in to get worried? Right. Yeah, like I'm starting to get worried because I'm like, okay, what is this more than just a simple like? I'm thinking this is gonna be a shot. I'm like, why? Why are you telling me all this? Like, making it sound like this is actually gonna be a problem. So now I'm getting nervous. I'm like, what? What is gonna happen? And then so, the guy that the he's the radiologist comes in, and he's explaining the he's explaining everything that's gonna happen. So he's talking about the injection. He's like, yeah. So first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna inject you with a numbing agent. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like a numbing agent? <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, why? Why do I have to be numb for this? And then he's like, then we're gonna inject you with the with the dye, and and so then, now you're at, now you're at two injections so injections so far. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, this I'm like, this is kind of crazy, but I'm still I'm still tripping because I'm like, why do you have to numb the site? And then he said something like, you know, uh, we'll you know I'll put a bandaid over it just like after you get a shot and then you'll get the MRI. He's like, but we you know he told me like, don't raise don't raise your hands over your head like trying to get stuff from like a high shelf because he's like the fluid in your shoulder can actually like if you put that pressure on it like that you could actually make the shoulder worse so don't reach i'm like don't reach over my head i'm like what the fuck? I'm like, what the, so now I'm even more like what the fuck are you doing to me and then he was like and he's like and then at the injection site if you see any bleeding make, let me know i'm like Wait, I'm like, what bleeding? I'm like, what are you? I'm like, what are you inject me? What are you using to inject me with a spoon? I'm like, why would I'm like, why would I have bleeding? He's like, yeah. he's like, no, just like you know, like if 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 the band aid shows you know too much blood, 
or something like that. You know, just watch out for that. I'm like, I'm like, I, I came in there with no concerns about what was going to happen. And by this point, I'm like, what is happening with this injection and shit? So they do the whole thing. It's not bad. It, it's, you know, they, they wipe my, like, like wipe my shoulder with like soap and water. Then they, uh, the, the, I also thought the numbing agent was going to be like something that they were going to like rub on me or something like, cause he said it was going to be just for the skin, but it was actually like a needle poke. And, uh, he, and it wasn't even a poke. He left it in there. <laughs> it was like, he's like, this is gonna, he's like, he said, uh, this is gonna burn a little bit. I'm like, what? and again, I'm like, what'd you do? Heat it up like a crack spoon? Like, what do you mean it's gonna burn? And he's like, uh, so he, so then I feel like a needle prick. And I'm like, oh, he's like, here's the burn. And then I just feel a needle prick. I'm like, okay, so this nigga don't know how to describe shit. <laughs> like, cause normally they say like, you'll feel like a pinch or a prick. Like they don't say a burn. <laughs> like, so he puts that in. And then, you know, I, I, I feel a second needle and then, I, you know, I don't really feel nothing anymore. But then I feel like, you know, like even though a spot can be numb, you can still feel something happening. It just might not hurt. Mm-hmm. I felt like multiple pricks like into my shoulder and shit. And even like about a about an hour ago, I took I took the bandaid off and looked at the uh injection site injection part and there's like four or five like little pricks like in my shoulder <laughs> like, i'm like what the fuck was these niggas doing to me duh? <laughs> and then he goes so he, he's like now i'm about to inject the dye he's like this is gonna feel a little weird <laughs> like okay <laughs> i'm like this is out of control duh. and then it felt real fucking weird because you feel it feels like my shoulder was like a balloon being filled with water so i felt like i could feel my shoulder like almost like ballooning and it, like it felt really fucking weird it, it just feels like my show it's st- and it still does it felt like my shoulder was like full of liquid so then i go do the mri and then two it didn't take 10 to 15 minutes it was probably about 30 minutes i was in there because they gave me like headphones to like listen to music and it was playing like a radio station and it, st- it played probably like five six minutes of like commercials then it started playing song and it played a Katy Perry song. It played uh, another song I can't recall at the moment. And then it played Billie Jean. And I immediately I was like, okay, I know back in 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 the days of, of when Michael Jackson was making music like that, he wasn't putting out nothing that was like less than like five minutes long. So I'm thinking like, okay, I'm, I'm through three songs. So I'm probably at about 13, 14 minutes. Then there was more commercials, then another song, then more commercials before I actually got out. So I'm like, probably about 30 minutes I was in there. And um, yeah, so then that was it and I left. But like now the he told me I can't, you know, get I can't get stuff from up high for like two days. And then he said, I can't submerge my shoulder in water for three days. So like if I was somebody who wanted to take a bath, I can't I couldn't take a bath or, I, or I'd have to or I'd have to keep my shoulder above the water. And I'm like, all oh, these rules. I'm like, I did not think it was gonna be like this. Like, but yo, was, this like shit... was physical therapy this far off? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, maybe I should have physical therapy. But like now it's just now it's like it legit hurts right now because the problem is well, it always hurts, but normally it hurts if I do something. Whereas like right now, it hurts like just sitting here, and it's because the fluid in the shoulder has created pressure on the spot that hurt in the first place. So now I now it like just kind of hurts. It's like a dull pain if I just like don't do anything, and, and then if I move my arm like outward, it 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 hurts. So like I haven't lifted my arm above maybe like 
probably like a 90 degree angle. I have uh, like all day. I'm like, I just, I just haven't used my right arm all day. <laughs> you know, like, just, like I shaved my head today and I had to do it with my left hand. And that was not enjoyable. <laughs> Man, I, I uh, when I got my, my first Vex shot, that night it was kind of feeling weird, but the next day my shit was hurting. And I, I realized as soon as I tried to put on deodorant and my arm was like, I, I, Oh, yep. Uh, yep. And, and when I was at work, I just kept trying to stretch it. And it was like, I kept, I was going to ask my boss to just push my arm up, but it wasn't a matter of me put the arm pushing. It was a matter of me using the muscles to pull it up. You know what I'm saying? Because like I, uh, what mm-hmm. I did was I put my arm on like a file cabinet that was high, and I kind of dipped to kind of stretch it, and that was helping. But it was really the, just the muscles and shit, man. My shit was throbbing on fr- that Friday. Dog. I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, I'm ar- I'm already expecting that. Like that's yeah, I'm already I already know that's what's up because I, I I have that that uh that shoulder pain when I lift my arm after every time I get a flu shot. Which I get every year, so like I already know, I already I'm already expecting that. But that ain't nothing with what like what I'm dealing with now. <laughs> like I gladly trade the the flu shot shoulder pain for what I'm dealing with right now. But yeah, that was a uh, that was how my day started because that shit was at nine o'clock in the morning. I ain't leave from there till eleven. Damn. So when you get the results as far as uh, what's going on? Uh, they said somebody should call me in twenty four to forty eight hours. But they gave me a disc with the images on it already. But I mean, that's worthless to me. I looked at it and I'm like, okay, yeah, that looks like a shoulder. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? Are you, I mean, what are you supposed to be looking <laughs> for? Like, I guess they just do it just to do it. Like, hey, you can have this. But yeah, no, it, it didn't. Uh, stu- did study relentlessly and and not know what the fuck it is. Like, okay, cool, thanks for this. Like, can you give me somebody to interpret this shit? Even I even googled. Uh, MRI images of um, ligament tears, shoulder ligament tears. Mm-hmm. And I saw one and it was like, it had an arrow pointing to the evidence of the tear. And it was so small and the picture was so zoomed in that there was no, I, I couldn't even look for that. Cause I, I can't zoom in on the images that they gave me and the images are too small to look for something that small. So I'm like, so, I can't even look for that. I'm like, this so, is a waste of time. I don't even, so, I can't do nothing. So what's the, what's the best case scenario? Uh, I think the best case scenario is just that it's inflammation, which is probably, I, I feel like that's likely what it is. Cause I don't, I have enough, I, I have movement. I have decent range of movement. There's just certain movements that I just cannot do. Like, so like I can lift my arm like straight out in front of me. It's not pain free, but I can do it. And they were saying like, that's the, the main way I know it, if you have a big problem, is that like if there's certain things you can't do that are simple, and it's like it's one thing if you can do it with pain. It's another thing if you just can't do it all together. So like there's there's certain movements that I just can't do all together, but there's plenty that I can do either with pain or either with little pain or with no pain. So I think it's probably inflammation. It might be a tear, but I I I, I don't think anything. I don't think there's any scenario where I would need a surgery. Um, maybe like if it was like a torn rotator cuff or something like that. But if, if I had a torn rotator cuff, I'd be far worse off than I am. So I don't think, I don't think it's nothing like that. So I figure, I figure most likely I'll either get some kind of medicine, some kind of medication for inflammation, uh, which I'll have to probably consistently take for, I don't know, an extended period of time. 
before the inflammation goes down or you know maybe i have to do like physical therapy or injections i think that's probably like worst case scenario is like physical therapy or injections so did you I, mention, I think how surgery did you, is probably how did you fuck your shoulder up in the first place i have no idea uh so I assumed it was because I slept on it wrong, but I would think it, I, I would think just sleeping on it wrong would not create two months of this level of pain. So like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't That's know. Hard sleeping like you sleeping in jail or some shit on a fucking concrete slab or some shit. Um, and I, I do sleep in, I do my, my preferred sleeping position is not ideal, which is why I think that probably is what happened. But I've slept like that like my whole life. So like, why would out of nowhere all of a sudden, like it'd be one thing if like out of nowhere sleeping like that, I had pain or something the next day. But again, I would expect it to go away. I would expect it to last for two months, just because I slept funny. But I do sleep like my preferred sleeping position does have. I do sleep with my right arm extended above my head and under my pillow. So like my pillow is in between my head and my right arm. And my right arm is extended upward. So, like, that's almost certainly why. But I, it's just weird that, like, over the course of my whole life, sleeping like that, that out of nowhere, all of a sudden, it causes damage that lasts for two months. And I got to find a way. I can't. And I've been sleeping like that. I've continued to sleep like that, despite the pain that I've had the last two months. I won't. I, I guarantee you I won't be sleeping like that tonight. But, um yeah, like, I, I gotta, I gotta, I guess I gotta probably stop sleeping like that. Yeah, I mean, when I was, it was a couple of years ago when I kind of extended, fucked up my shoulder because I was trying to catch one of them fucking balls they shoot out at the uh, pause at the Pistons game, <laughs> the little uh, white little cushion mm-hmm. bats of balls, and I fucked my shoulder up, and it was just, it, I had to. I had to get a tetanus shot and I had, I don't know if it was a tetanus shot or a shot for, I think it was for inflammation. And then I had to take some meds and it was, it was, uh, it sent me about a good week or two for it to finally go away. But I was at that point, I couldn't lift my arm up. Um, and it was actually, you know, my, my working arm. And I say working arm as in the, the arm I used the mouse that it worked. <laughs> so <laughs> like, I couldn't like the way my desk is, I would just slide my arm around to use my mouse. And I couldn't lift my arm up. Like, I couldn't even, I, like, trying to put on deodorant, kind of like when I did it when I got the vac shot, that shit was, it was painful. And it was to the point where I ended up going to urgent care because I just couldn't Damn. deal with the pain anymore. And, uh, yeah, I went to What'd urgent care. Uh, it was, uh, it was like a, a strain, no, okay. like a muscle strain. And so she's like, well, I'm going to give you a shot and it help a little bit. And, um, you know, we're going to get you some uh, med, some, pads, some meds for inflammation. So I'm like, cool. So I started checking off my shirt. She's like, nah, you need to drop your pants. So I had to get a what? shot of my, I had to get a shot of my ass because of that shit. What? Because, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> because it, it attacks like, the muscle. Dick? Right. <laughs> so like, this, the, this the, shot the, has a happy ending. <laughs> the rationale is that when you because the, the the butt muscle is the biggest mass of muscle, it's a more chance of it to hit, go get into your muscle. If you shoot it in your arm, it's a chance you won't hit a muscle. And uh, I think that was the rationale for it. But I, I know the rationale was it. I'm not sure as a why not in the arm. I'm assuming less muscle mass. Uh, but the butt has the biggest muscle mass, so yeah. She gave you steroids, nigga. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, drop him." I'm like, "I'm like, excuse me." And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> she like drop him. You like, hey. <laughs> right. 
go ahead, ho. I'm like, go ahead and get it. Fuck. And I'm and I was mad because I was supposed to. Well, I ended up going. I was going uh, uh, skeet shooting that weekend. So I'm like, I'm going to be holding guns the whole weekend on my fucking shoulder and shit. So oh, I'm like, man. I need it. And luckily, though, I'm I'm left-handed, so I would be holding the gun, the front of the gun with my right arm, which was the issue. So it worked out that I wasn't, like, getting kicked back on that. Yeah, the, the kickback in the, yeah. But, yeah, so. But that's good, man. Hopefully it turns out, you know, good, because, uh, man, getting old sucks. And, um, I mean, it's better than I turn it, of course, but uh having to deal with bullshit like that man and then not knowing where it came from like you know i knew when i did that that was my issue but to just sleep wrong and you have a a a shoulder like that that just sucks yeah so i I, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna find a different way to sleep today and hopefully the whatever this fluid is will start to dissipate or whatever and i can stop having just like consistent pain (laughs) i can and I can go back to only having pain when I move. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 crazy, man. Yeah, well, well good luck with that, cause uh, that's a bitch. I'm gonna be low key pissed off though if they tell me like, yeah, it's just inflammation. I'm like, man, like I, they go like, I told you to do that <laughs> fucking physical training, right? <laughs> but I'm also gonna be like, man, how, how inflammation hurt this bad for two months? Like, inflammation sounds like I should take a, I could take an aspirin, I'll be fine. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I actually aggravated my arm and mine didn't hurt that long. Um, I did it like I went to like the game like that Sunday or Monday and Thursday was when it got to the point where it was unbearable and I ended up going to the doctor. And then after yeah. that, it was like another week and it just kind of went away. So, <sighs> so, uh, did you so I've been watching like and these aren't things that I plan on covering on one mic but like sometimes I'll I'll be watching stuff that I want to cover but then sometimes I'll just watch other shit just because like you know it's like say 11 o'clock my wife already asleep and I don't really feel like firing up something that I might want to review so I'll just like turn on something kind of like just to like just to have it on and just chill out while I'm high and just chill and um I would watch. I, I, it's two things that I watched. I watched um, this Woody Allen documentary that's on HBO Max, and I watched this um, this interview with with Meghan Markle and uh, I keep going to call him Harry Potter, <laughs> Harry <laughs> Prince Potter. Harry, and uh, Oprah. So I have Dude, not watched like, either. So when I turned um, it on, so let me just say when I turned it on. I would tell my wife, I was like, yeah, we don't, you want to watch the interview with Meghan Markle and Harry Potter? And I'm like, wait, no, no, no. I was like, Harry, Harry Styles? Is that who it is? Harry Styles. <laughs> and she was like, she's like, oh, just Prince Harry. I'm like, he ain't got no last name? She was like, no, like, she know all this shit about the Royals and shit like that. I don't know nothing about them. I'm like, he ain't got no last name? She was like, no, I'm like, well, who the fuck is Harry Styles in? <laughs> like, I'm like mad confused. Like, I don't know who none of these motherfuckers is. The, and then, the, then my high kicked in. And I started asking dumbass questions. Like in retrospect, I'm like, that was kind of a dumb question. But like, what interested me the most was she was talking about, and me picking this stuff up in the interview is how the royal family kind of operates in like a way that almost seems like it's from like, like a fairy tale. Like it, it, like it don't even seem real. Like it's people that really do this kind of shit. Like in real life, like the crown. Like I feel like that shit is from like the 1500s when like kings lived in giant castles and had moats and <laughs> you know, used to like fight on horseback and shit like that. And I'm like, 
I'm like, it sounded like that. And then she's like, well, she's like, it's, you know, some of that stuff, you know, is, is still what it is, but it's, you know, it's modern. And then I don't know where I was like, do they be beheading niggas over there? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I don't like think Game of Thrones. I, I don't think that's beyond the scope of things dealing with them. Um, she, her reaction made me feel stupid, but I'm also still kind of like, well, like they do a whole bunch of other archaic shit. Maybe they just cutting off. Maybe there's just beheading niggas over there, and it's like it's so it's normal to them, so I don't hear about it. Like I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? You just be like, yo, fuck the queen. Like, do they cut your head off? Like, I don't know. I mean, you probably don't hear. We, we probably don't even hear about them, and then that's what happens. They in the, they go into the fucking chokey and shit. Like on, uh, <laughs> uh, what was the fucking uh, show? God damn, what the fuck the chokey was on? Uh, Matilda. I have no idea. You ever see oh, Matilda? Yeah. Nah. Yeah, totally random, but yeah. I'm surprised you have. Oh, Matilda was actually pretty good. Uh, that was one of the. I feel like Matilda she, was a thing. We were too old for that. Well, I watched it as an adult, and then I just watched it a few more times. Like, ah, oh, this was cool, and then I just kept watching it and shit. But yeah, I've watched wow. that movie. I watched Matilda way more than I care to uh, admit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, did you watch the whole interview? Because I didn't watch it, but I'm you're free to talk about it because I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was uh, it was kind of crazy, dog. Because I mean, it, it wasn't crazy in the sense of like I heard things that. Well, no, actually, no, I did hear a couple of things I didn't expect to hear. But like I, I already had heard about it going in because people have been talking about it. So I already knew that they spilled a lot of tea, right? So I'm like, all right, let me see what they were saying. But the thing that like I found the most surprising was Megan said that um, once once their first son Archie was born, that they were told that he wasn't gonna get no title and that he wasn't gonna get no security. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, this nigga's the, the great-grandson of the queen, and he ain't getting security? And, like, then she said that they had a conver- that a conversation was had about what his skin color would be like once he was born. And I'm like, all this shit, to me, just sounds like they want... They, they, didn't, they weren't going to do anything to actually harm Megan or this kid, but they were going to leave it open as a possibility because they don't want their bloodline infected with blackness. And like, that's no one said that, but that's what I picked up from it. And of course, it's not surprising to think that the royal family might have, have, a, have a little twinge of racism in them. <laughs> because these are people who feel like their bloodline automatically makes them better than everybody else, right? So like, if you think that, what you gonna think if, if blackness gets into your bloodline? If you think like that, you definitely don't think black people is worth having in your bloodline. So like, I feel, I feel like they, they wanted to create a scenario where the possibility of someone who is partially black ending up king, queen, whoever, whatever, right? Because they didn't know the gender of the kid. And then also Megan herself, right? So like, they, they wanted to make sure that they didn't have no situation where uh, a partially black person could end up being king or queen at some point, and I don't know that that was that was wild to me. That Not was surprising, but wild. That like, was the uh, the big. The, well, the only thing I really heard about was the whole Archie thing and Oprah's reactions to it. So that was the biggest part I heard of, um, about it. Um, I had a question. I don't she know if you, I, just like I did. Oh yeah, she just so I, had I saved like, that part. I she just and I was like what. You're right. Her what was this so classic? Like I saved that as a potential re- response for people on Twitter. Just what? Um, 
oh, what I want to ask you is that um, I don't know how many conversations you really have with your wife about it, but being that your wife kind of follows the royal family and stuff, or just knows a lot more about it than probably we do, definitely more than me. Did 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 this come off surprising to her? No, no, she wasn't surprised at all. Yeah, uh, I, and that, I, I found that, that the, interesting because that was the feel that I got from a lot of people. And to your point of, are you surprised, folks? Like people were really like, are you surprised with that shit? I'm like, I don't yeah, know enough and, about and, the motherfuckers. Yeah, and and then just it's still to to what does what does it prove for me to be surprised by it? Like, like, okay, so what if I was surprised? Like, oh my god, I can't believe the royal family is racist. Like, does that somehow make you better than me because you're not surprised by it? Like, I, I just, I, I, I don't, I just, I like we said, I don't rock with the whole. Are, are you? Oh, I can't believe y'all surprised. Like, okay, what is that? Okay, so you're you're awesome because you're not surprised. Okay, great, go fuck yourself. But um, no, she wasn't surprised, but she, she's very, she's a a big Meghan Markle fan. So um, she was she was going to be likely taking their side anyway. But um, what I picked up from it that I didn't, because, again, I don't know anything about these people. One of the things that I picked up from it that um, most people probably already know that I just didn't is that Meghan Markle is incredibly uh, not just well-spoken, but she seems to be really, really intelligent. And I and. I, I'm, I'm saying this with a grain of salt just because even though they said at the beginning of the interview, Oprah was like, you don't know what questions I'm going to ask you. I, I, you. You are not prepared in any kind of way by any kind of media and no questions are off limits. And she was like, yep. So if she truly had no idea what she was going to be asked, so that, that means that she had no way to prepare an answer. So if these answers were from off the top of her head, she's a, she's a very in, in, intelligent person. Like and again, I'm not surprised that she's an intelligent person, but I was impressed with how well she carried herself, how well she spoke, how how precisely she spoke. Like you could tell she was choosing her words very carefully, and not to not in a way of I'm choosing my words carefully so I don't slander nobody because she spilled a lot of tea. But like it, you could just tell she, she she chooses her words very carefully, and I don't know. I, I was like, wow, she's really she was really impressive to me in the interview. And just as someone doing an interview, um, like I wouldn't have been that good in an interview with Oprah. I'd have probably been nervous as fuck. Like, I, I don't know. But yeah, I, I mean, mean she, I, she, is, I, she has been a royal person for a while. So she's probably used to doing high profile interviews at this point. Yeah, Well, yeah. And to your point, I didn't know. I knew that she done some some small time acting. I know she, mm-hmm. you know, but other than that, I didn't know much about her. And I it's a. I'm pretty certain that I I did not hear her speak until that interview. Like I'm not out looking for Meghan Markle. I uh, I know I have I know I haven't. Um, uh, the talk, so I've never even heard her voice. But I think it's easy to uh, I mean it's easier when you are articulate person. But I think it's easy to not think. I feel very confident that it's easy to talk about the truth. When the shit's really happening, you know what I'm saying. True. When you gotta make up shit, that's when it, you know all of the uh, uh and you know you know you sit like Kane in front of the uh, <laughs> the detective. Like so, at twelve oh five, you you dropped the beer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think it was twelve oh five. Like Oprah, it, Oprah, it, it, oh, might, oh, it, it might have been four forty eight. Right, right, right. <laughs> Oprah, Oprah sitting there like you know you done fucked up, right? 
You know, like <laughs> no, Kane, Kane was the polar opposite of how Meghan Markle was. Like Kane gave the worst interview that I've ever seen. <laughs> Kane crumbled under pressure so bad. Bruh, he gave the he gave the worst. And and it's just fresh in my mind because I just watched that like two nights ago. Uh random as hell. I've watched but, uh, it enough times that it's always yeah, you, yeah, mind, you just so know like, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he gave the worst. <laughs> It went from eleven, was eleven oh five to twelve oh five or some shit like that. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was, yeah. We were, I mean, I was, you know, leaving and you know, people were coming in and and yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely two oh seven. Like, yeah, yeah. oh what? <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Like this nigga lying. <laughs> yeah, so, man, that nigga Kane choked so bad. <laughs> yeah, Kane, Kane was a ch- he choked artist. Like he was supposed to go to jail that day. You know, but but yeah, so I I'd never like I say never heard her speak and stuff, but you know, it's a uh, cool to, to 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 know that she's you know a decent decent person. Um, and so I guess with all of that coming out, that's when we found out that since they were in Vancouver and they didn't have security and people knew where they lived and shit, Tyler Perry was like, "Hey, y'all come stay in my crib," and gave them all of his security, and that's where they were working for a while before they end up getting the place that I guess the place they're at now or some which is they says she lived they lived down the street from Oprah and shit. So Yeah, and 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 the place that they did the interview was neither of their houses. They they said they put that out up front. They're like this Oprah like this is not my house. Megan's like this is not my house. They're like we're at a friend's house who just has a nice backyard space or whatever that has this nice space. And I'm thinking like who is this friend where and, and it's it's probably Tyler Perry now that I now because like they they talked about that later in the interview that he offered for them to live there and I didn't know that my wife knew that I didn't know that well it not um, offered he so they did probably, live there they did live there oh well yeah 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 but I mean like that yeah yeah, yeah. He, they did live there but um, it was him that 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 he offered up their his house to them and um it was probably his house that they were at I'm assuming but like that was that was weird too because my because I paused I paused this interview multiple times to ask her questions. And I was like, or or to make comments. And I'll pause and I'm like, who the fuck lives near Oprah that just goes, yeah, uh, the the Prince <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, yeah, y'all want to come stay at my crib? Like you just like just invite Prince Harry over to your crib. Like, <laughs> I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> right, right, right. So yeah, I I was just uh just amazed at all of it. Um, I, like I say, I don't know much about the royal family and all that stuff. I mean, I know about his mom. Obviously, she was, you know, a big figure. And, <clears throat> but I think it's just crazy. I think another thing is interesting too is that, you know, uh, a lot of articles and, and people have been praising, you know, uh, Tyler Perry for, you know, what he's doing. And I'm like, so are y'all motherfuckers going to like Tyler Perry or not? Like he's being praised right now, <laughs> but tomorrow y'all, y'all going to hate him for a movie that he does. And, but I think the interesting and not to switch subject, unless you have more to talk about on her. Um, but I, and I've mentioned this before on a couple other episodes, like I don't understand how you can hate Tyler Perry and absolutely love every fucking actor, actress that he em- employs. Like you can't hate you can't hate and love one and hate the other. Like you hate him for doing all these fuck shit movies, but you praise all the people who he gives jobs to. Like, 
either you go hate them both or you like them both. I mean, it's it's one or the other. I just don't see how 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 that equates to people. Like, and at this point, he's probably gonna be good and light for the next six months, and then he'll probably bring out Medea goes to the to to the royal family, and then he'll be hated <laughs> again or some uh, dumb shit. But that was kind of right. cool. I just like to be a billionaire where I could just say, "Hey, just stay at this one wing of my house, and I'll get my security to watch watch out for y'all and shit." Good shit. Yeah, I was telling um, I was telling uh my wife because like the the um Princess Di um dying was she was a little bit too young at that time to remember that, but I remember that shit pretty mm-hmm. fucking vividly. Yeah, and um, it's a car accident, right? Yeah, yeah, it was in uh, uh, 97. And um, I think, and I'm about to look it up, I think that was also around that same time that, um, yep, June 13, 1997. So this was, uh, let me see, and then her accident was August 31st, 19, yep, so I, I'm, I'm right in my, my time frame. This is the same time that, do you remember that limousine crash where, uh, a bunch of the Red Wings, a bunch of Red Wings players that like died in it, and like yep. Valent, uh Konstantinov got like injured, like bad to the point where he couldn't play no more. And, like, he was like, he was, like a, a paraplegia or some shit. Or yeah, he was like hair. in a wheelchair and shit. Yeah, so like that was a that was the same. So it was like after that accident where the Red Wings got killed or whatever. Like a month later, or well, two months later, was when uh, Princess died, uh got in her accident. So that's why I was that, I remember that because it was like wow two. Uh, two colossal, you know, two car accidents that ended in the deaths of like big time political, not big time celebrities or whatever. Um, so yeah, I remember that. I remember that time period pretty clearly. And Harry talked about that a lot too. He's, he said his main motivation for them leaving was he didn't want Megan to end up like his mom because he was seeing the same shit like happening with her that happened with his mom. So That's yeah, crazy. it was a uh, it was an interesting interview, and he was right. Like and like everything everything that's happened with with uh with her is the same kind of shit that happened with his mom. So like it, he had every reason to believe that if things kept and she was white as hell. Would, yeah, yeah, but it was it was more about like the it was more about like her popularity because she was so wildly popular that she was just getting harassed by the paparazzi all the time and like there's so many there's so many different things they talked about in that interview that I found interesting. Most of some of which I knew about already. Like I knew how beloved she was and uh, you know, all that kind of shit. But like the way uh, as an outsider, because she wasn't, you know, born into it, she married into it as an outsider to be that popular. It was like kind of off putting, I think to the, to the actual Royal family. And now the same thing happened with Megan. It's like, she immediately was like popular with everybody, but was, but in addition to being an outsider, she was also an American and was also half black. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> big problems. Man, them fuckers are crazy. I'm just curious how 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 this is gonna go. Like, is he just gonna be totally ousted from his family at this point? Because it seems like he ain't trying to fuck with them at all. I mean, they didn't they didn't say who are the 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 people who had said the whole. Is Archie gonna be a nigga? Looking <laughs> comment, uh, <laughs> but you know, and I and I think they came back and said it wasn't his. What is his, his grandmother? Or it wasn't. It wasn't two of the main people, so it wasn't 
uh, I guess Prince Harry's dad, and it wasn't Queen. Uh, is it was it Queen Elizabeth? I, I, I don't know what you're talking like. What, what, well, what, no. when she made the comment about someone saying that, you know, questioning Archie's skin color, she was. Oh, she, they, came she didn't back. say who it was. Yeah, but she came back to say who it wasn't. Oh, I, I, maybe I missed that. I don't I don't recall her saying who it wasn't. Well, she, she said that. Not, and it wasn't in that in that interview. That was an article. Oh, that, oh OK. Uh, um, came back to say that, you know, it wasn't. uh who did she say? Well, Harry Harry did not have anything good to say about his father. <laughs> I can tell you that. He was, he shaded that nigga pretty. He shaded him kind of smooth too, dog. He was like, uh, he's like, yeah, you know. So I called my father, and we were, you know, I called my father about it. We talked about it until he stopped taking my calls. So then I started doing, but he like slid in till he stopped taking my calls, like real low key. And then like Oprah asked a follow up question, and then I think she maybe like even she registered it kind of late, and then was like. So you did just say that your father stopped taking your calls. <laughs> like, wait, let's let's go back to that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, because when he said when he slid that in, I did the I made that that blinking face that that white dude from the meme would be where he'd be blinking, like looking surprised, like what? Like that was I made that face. I was like, what? Wait, you just said he stopped taking your calls? Like your father? Did? Like okay. Yeah, he said yeah. that the article was. Um, someone said that. He he did not share their identity, but he wanted to make sure that I that I knew if I had the opportunity to share it that it was not his grandmother or nor his grandfather who were a part of those conversations. Mm. So that means it could be okay. his daddy. Should yeah, I'm Ben. Man, they some whole asses. God damn, they really are though. Like if they were if they were willing to do shit like that, like remove security from them. And they were like, well, he's not uh since he's not a prince, he can't have security. But like, y'all the motherfucker said he can't be no prince. So like, and he's like, she Oprah's like, Do you care about that title? She's like, Well, no, but unless but if it means he can't handle security, yeah. <laughs> and then Harry just came in like with the awesome point. He's like, I didn't ask for this, I was born into it. So like I inherited risk. Like I didn't invite risk, I inherited risk. Like, so I should like I should automatically have security, like no matter what. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I didn't have anything to do with this. And I'm like, that's a good point, dog. Like, that nigga didn't ask to be no prince. Nigga, he was just born into the shit, dog. Like, and since he's a prince, like, you can you can take away titles or whatever you want to call it. He's still fucking Prince Harry, dog. Like, he can't, he can't walk around here like a regular person. He can't walk around nowhere like a regular person. You could call him whatever you want. He's still Prince Harry. <laughs> like, so I'm like, yeah, he make a good point, dog. Like that nigga needs security no matter where he at, no matter what he is. He said they, he said they took away his security, and then he said he 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 that was another thing he said. He said Tyler Perry, he used Tyler Perry's security. Like Tyler Perry got him security. Like what kind of shit? Prince motherfucking uh, the prince nigga had to get security from Tyler goddamn Perry. Like what mother- kind of shit is that, dog? This motherfucker had a bunch of Medea sitting outside the house and fucking machine guns and 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 Hummers. <laughs> like Debo, Terry Crews, <laughs> some big ass niggas with pecs. <laughs> so he, I'm he, reading, ain't, he ain't never gonna be Tiny Lister, dog. He's gonna be Debo forever. No, he's <laughs> always Debo. He's always Debo. So I'm reading this thing. It says, so Archie, unlike his first cousins, did not have the HRH title, which is his her royal, his or her royal highness. So all of the other first cousins got it, but he ain't got that shit. And, it's just, it, and my thing is that it's just because this motherfucker black. Yes, it is. It's just because he part black. 
Yes. And the thing wow. is, he don't look part black. Megan light skinned as fuck. Harry is like pale ass Irish looking white. <laughs> like he's a redhead. He a ginger, dog. Like Archie do not look like he has any black in him, dog. Because I, 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 cause I don't even know what he looked like. So I had to look it up. I'm like, what does this motherfucker look like? <laughs> so he looked like he looks like a fucking ginger. I don't know if his hair is red or not. I, I, I don't, I don't recall. But he, I, I don't he has the skin complexion to, of a ginger. Yeah. Oh no, he, he looks white. I mean, shit. He's, I mean, he, he, mm-hmm. but he's, but he's a fucking infant or young baby. Shit, he's a toddler. So yeah, he I mean, looks white, white. Man, I, I hope he gets fucking Michael Blackston black so fucking bad. Like, goddamn, I really <laughs> hope it. Like, I hope them jeans come out from her side and and blacken his ass, toast him right on up, boy. <laughs> So I want, and I have so many questions about, and I'm not expecting the answer, um, but I just have so many questions about this shit. Like, like, is there even a possibility that Prince Harry can become king at this point? Like, I don't know the succession or because of they're not in the royal family anymore. Like, I, I really need to look a lot of stuff up because I'm really curious. Like, how does this shit work? I would guess succession-wise, yes. Like, you know, other people would have to die first, but like succession-wise, yes. But now that he's no longer a member of the royal family, no, I would think not. Probably not. Like I think if like if it got to the point where it would be him, it would just go to whoever's after him. Like right. so, so, which would I, probably be one of their kids. So like, like one read, of not I, his kids, one of uh, the, the other first cousins, uh, William and Kate. Yeah, yeah, William and Kate. I don't know if they got. I don't even know. I don't know if they have kids. I don't know if they got a boy whatever but it, it would probably go to like his son so i'm reading something and i this is all looks fucking foreign to me so technically when archie was born he could have used the title of earl dunbarton because he is a great grandson of the monarch of the male line and because his father prince harry has the the title the duke of sussex but at the time it was thought that harry and Meghan had chosen for a golden title for their son but in the interview it said that wasn't the case. Uh, in fact, yeah. So it doesn't go into like why he he potentially couldn't have that title, or it, if they chose to forego that title. But shit, they probably it wasn't like this. Shit probably wasn't new. Like they knew the family was fucked up. Y- yes, but uh, Megan made the point that she did not. She made a. She did not look up anything about. Harry or the royal family prior to marrying him, mm-hmm. and I thought I thought that was interesting. Slash, she, said she didn't. She said she didn't look it up. Yeah, like so she didn't like like just like it'd be like if I married into the royal family because I don't know nothing about them. Like I don't know how anything works. None of that shit. Like she did the same thing. So she said like she had to. She told a story of like when she first went to go meet the queen. Uh, Harry asked her if she knew how to curtsy and she's like it's your grandma and he was like no nigga it's the queen we gonna (laughs) practice this curtsy right the fuck now (laughs) and that's what they did he said she said they got the car and they practiced curtsying before they even went in and I'm like wow like (laughs) she really didn't know Uh, I wouldn't have known that neither no I I mean what do you you feel like I wouldn't know that if you're in you if you know nothing about how that shit works and this is your dude and you know you just meeting this grandma, like what the fuck you think you're yeah. doing? 
Like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just meet a nice little old lady. Like, no, nigga, you mean the queen. You better, you better, you better get your shit together. <laughs> right, you better get that curtsy together and shit. So, yeah, that's wow. That is so crazy. Damn, mm-hmm. that is crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, a like, lot of interesting stuff in that interview, but yeah, that, that royal family sound like some whole ass racist motherfuckers. So. <laughs> yeah, I, and like I say, I just would have never known. Um, but I, I, but I never, even with you know Princess Diana and, and her death and stuff, and her involvement, you know, I knew she was popular, you know, within the media and stuff like that. I never knew how they actually felt about her or any of that stuff. And you know, when she passed, it was just like she passed and it was fucked up. And then I just, you know, that's just not nothing in my radar of, of shit to uh to to look up or anything. But now I'm like super curious about this whole process of of having kids as a prince and they ain't fucking with your kid, but everybody else, all the other white kids, full white kids, they good. Mm-hmm. They royal and the black kid is just not like <laughs> <laughs> It's like fuck the black kid. Like we not fucking with him. All right. Go ahead and let him die. Like oh, we, we take away all his security. Did, like, I mean, what? I'm just thinking of a situation where I would assume Prince and Megan have security and some shit pops off and security jumps to grab and cover Megan and 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 the prince and Archie just sitting there catching hot ones and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, how <laughs> the fuck does this shit work, though? Like, uh, yeah, that's 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 crazy. Man. So yeah, um, and then the the Woody Allen documentary. So that shit is four episodes. Three have been out so far, and it basically just runs down the whole um, the sexual. Uh, I don't want to say assault, uh, but like the the charges of him basically like molesting his daughter, and um, it plays off also the side story. Like you know that you know that he ended up marrying his well they never got married but like his girl Mia Farrow he ended up with her daughter Sung Yi right yeah Sung Yi so um which was a stepdaughter it, it's, it's, I think right yeah yeah stepdaughter I mean she she was adopted but yeah it's, it's stepdaughter um I, and I just knew that from most stuff um he says that <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah so the thing about that shit so again, these are things that I knew about already, but it's one of those things where like when you watch the documentary, you start to hear details about things that you didn't know about. Because also, again, at this time, like when this was going on, we're talking like late 90s. So I was like a teenager. Ain't no black teenager in Detroit worried about what the fuck Woody Allen's doing. Like I'm I'm worried, I'm worried about my own life. I'm trying to get hoes. I'm trying to try to try to uh, you know, go places, you know, go to the movies, hang out on weekends. I ain't worried about the fuck Woody Allen doing. So I didn't know details. I just knew Woody Allen got accused of molesting his daughter, and I know that he ended up marrying his stepdaughter. That, that's pretty much it. So, man, but they giving details on this shit. Like, man, this nigga's dog. <laughs> and, like, and I, I, shouldn't be, I shouldn't be surprised at the details, because, like, I tweeted this, and I believe this. If you had no idea... If you had never seen a pedophile in your life and were told, draw a picture of somebody who looks like they would molest kids, you would draw somebody who looks like Woody Allen. So, like, like Mm -hmm. it's it's no way, like, it's not hard to believe this motherfucker's nasty. But, like, dog, like, here, like, Mia Farrow took a video of 
of of the daughter talking about what he did to her, what he was doing to her, and it was like, man, this shit is disgusting, dog. Like it, it and it, it, it's like when it's your daughter, like it, it's not his, uh, wait, not his birth daughter. I don't think it might be. I, I, I don't, I can't recall. But um, yeah, dog, like that shit was nasty, man. I'm like, dog, this nigga, dog. I, I, and and the amount of like people who helped him get away with it or cover it up. Like the, the effort that was put into getting him off, <laughs> pause, uh, was ridiculous, dog. Like they had like some some Yale child research people uh, interview her, and they came out with a whole ass report that basically said, "Oh yeah, Woody Allen ain't do it." And then they destroyed all of their notes, and there was all kinds of like they had a- actual experts look at this report, and these experts found all kinds of issues with this report. They were saying that never in the history of like uh, people who investigate child abuse do they destroy the notes. They always keep the notes. They destroyed the notes, like all kinds of like just shady ass shit that was being done to help this motherfucker get away with it. And then they were saying like ex- like psychologists were saying like when you have like a father who uh, is inappropriate with 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 children, one of the first things they do to try to like make it look like they would never do that is they file for custody of those kids. And then, and Woody Allen filed for custody of three of these kids. And it was under the pretense that uh, Mia Farrow made all this shit up about me because she's mad that I'm fucking her daughter. Like that was his, his logic, dog. Like that was his whole case. What the fuck, dude? That shit's wild. I'm gonna watch it now. That's on what, HBO Max? Yeah. Like it, it's it's crazy, dog. I'm, I'm like, is he still with the daughter? It's so crazy. I, I think so. Yeah, I believe they're currently married. But um, like it, it like the I don't even want to repeat it because it's so it's so gross. It's like and and like there's there's I've definitely repeated worse things than this. But it's like it's like the fact that it was like a it was the fact that it was his kid. Like if it was a different kid. And he did the same thing, but it was like a stranger. I'd repeat, I'd repeat it. I'd be like, "Oh, this is what she said. This kid said that Woody Allen did to her." But it's something about the fact that it was his daughter that makes it so. Like, I don't even want to repeat it because I'm just like, "How could you do that to your own kid?" Like, man, uh, what a nasty piece of shit this motherfucker was. Is I, I almost say it was is, <laughs> man, uh, like it. it uh, I've seen some crazy shit the past couple of days. <laughs> yeah, watching these documentaries. Jeez, yeah, I'm gonna watch that one though. But man, that's fucked up. Like I watched most of the one, uh, uh, not Harvey Weinstein, uh, Epstein uh, doc, and I just had to stop because it was just so fucked up. Um, did you watch that one? Yeah, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, I, I didn't finish it. It was. I watched that because I didn't know anything about him. I like, didn't either. I, knew, I didn't either. Uh, I knew about Woody Allen, so I was watching like I, at this point when I see a documentary about something that I'm already aware of, I always watch the documentary because I know I'm going to get details that I right. didn't get before because most of that shit happened at a time when I didn't care about it enough to be like I didn't watch the news as a teenager, so like I, you know I I didn't know details, so I watched it for that purpose to get details on this whole Woody Allen situation just to, you know, get more information and, and to kind of like come to a conclusion on what I thought happened. But Epstein, I didn't know nothing about him. 
So I, I was like, let me watch this. I was like, I, who the fuck was this guy? Like, I didn't even know who he was. I'm like, who is this nigga? I was like, how is he famous? Like, what does he do? Like, I, I'd never heard of him before. Like, I'm like, I don't know what he is other than this guy who went to jail and killed himself, <laughs> quote unquote. So, like, right. yeah, quote, I, I, like, who is he that he's, who is he that he was hanging out, hanging with all these presidents and fucking celebrities? Like, who is he? So like I wa- yeah, that's why I watched that. I thought it was interesting interesting that he was such a star that he was like on Lifestyles and the Rich and Famous and shit. And on um one of those uh you know MTV used to do one of those shows. Did you see that one where it was it was showing the MTV uh I mean, it was some show MTV used to do about rich people and it was just showing how he used to fly he was it was one flight Not where it was crit. like it wasn't cribs, but it was one of the shows where they show a lot of different people and they whatever rich shit they have. Anyway, it was in the Epstein doc. Uh, if you recall, it was one where he's talking about how he had flew over somewhere. And I think like Chris Tucker was on his flight on his plane and like some other celebrities or some shit. They were flying to like a party or some crazy shit. And I'm like, oh, he was like rich, rich. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I wonder too about those celebrities, like. Even if you weren't one that was going to that, you know, going to his little secret, his little secret hideaway to fuck children. <laughs> like, if you weren't one of those celebrities, but you were with him at some point, like, man, you gotta hope though none of them pictures pop up, man. <laughs> like, because that gets used against everybody now. Like, oh, but you gotta you, here's a picture with you and Epstein, or you and uh, what's her face, the woman. What was her name? G- Giselle or G- yeah. something with a G. I, don't, I can't yeah, remember. Giselle. Uh, G- Gilane or something like that. Whatever, whatever the fuck. But yeah, like, oh, but here's a picture with you and what's her face? Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, damn, I just ran into her at the club. Like, I didn't even know who she was. This <laughs> <laughs> just like, ran into her. <laughs> yeah, like, I know who it was. Like, even if it was like that, you still, like, your reputation is fucked up. But, like, for me also, like, this Woody Allen shit, happened in the mid 90s this nigga's been making movies a whole time and like still with like famous people in his movies and i'm like who who the fuck is making a movie in 2010 with woody allen considering all the shit that came out about him in 1995 or whatever the fuck like oh like man i can't even imagine like there's no way dog like there's no way if i if i reached peak fucking fame somehow and Woody Allen came to me and was like hey man I want you to be in my movie man fuck you dog like there's no fucking way I'm being in a fucking Woody Allen movie dog if anything I'd be in this movie just so I could get on set with him and beat his fucking ass dog like like so when when did like, when did this, when did this happen figure? when did this happen like a lot of this the stuff mid-90s. happened the mid-90s yeah, early early to mid-90s yeah, he's done tons of shit he's written. He's written. I'm I'm looking at his IMDb. He's written shit up until last year. He's written shit. He's written and directed movies. Written and directed movies this entire time. Like that motherfucker's IMDb is ridiculously long. He's been making movies consistently for decades. And he is conti- he slowed down after this, but like he still has made movies like every few years like he's probably made like a good i don't know five to ten movies since this shit came out so like he's he's been out here making movies and the star power in them has increased too like he's had i'm gonna see if i can look it up right now but like he's had movies with like big stars recently yeah like, i'm looking i'm looking quick. at something he did uh in 16 he had like 
Miley Cyrus in this shit. Uh, Elaine yeah, May, yeah. like, like he's had stars in this shit. Okay, so Blue Jasmine came out in 2013. Had Kate Blanchett, Alex Baldwin, <laughs> like, like, like Kate Blanchett, like Kate. Bl- he had Kate, Kate Blanchett, who is a huge fucking star in his movie in 2013. Like 20 years into the after this shit came out, motherfuckers still making movies with him. Big stars like Kate Blanchett. I, Kate Blanchett's a fucking Oscar winner. Like still making movies with this nigga. And she a woman. You real like really? A woman making movies with this nigga in 2013? Like, man, you man, these Hollywood niggas got no souls, nigga. Like they man. It's not like you hard if you Kate Blanchett, you ain't hard up for a role. You don't have to take a Woody Allen movie like shit. This nigga fucked his kid. Well, he didn't fuck her, but like you know, this woman, this nigga, you know, did whatever with his kid twenty years ago. But man, I need a role so bad. Like I guess I gotta do it, or I'm gonna be homeless. No, that's not that's not the situation that Kate Blanchett was in. <laughs> nah, not like, at all. Yeah. Not at fucking all. She doesn't know starving artists up and coming and shit. No, she's well established and everything. Yeah, uh, so I don't know what these people think of making movies with this dude, man. That is crazy. Like, I didn't. I just would have thought that. I I just would have thought that he, he just kind of just went under the radar. But now he's still out there making shit. He did a movie in 2011 with Owen Wilson and Rachel McAdams. Two other big stars. 2017. 2017. Wonder Wheel, a movie I've never even heard of, surprisingly, um, with Justin Timberlake and Kate Winslet. <laughs> like, Kate Winslet, dog, like, Kate Winslet. Like, this is, what did I say, 2017? Like twenty years after Titanic, she she don't need work like that to be working with a creep ass motherfucker like this. And Justin Timberlake from NSYNC, like he ain't broke. <laughs> like he's had in two thousand seventeen, he was already a highly, highly, highly successful pop singer and movie star in two thousand seventeen. He ain't Jim- even do that shit. But this is the nigga that pulled titties out of the Super Bowl. So well, I'm about to I say, mean, no, yeah, he doesn't. He, he, he he's kind of known for like making good decisions. Uh, but fucking Jim Belushi was in that movie. Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi was probably out there fucking fucking with kids right along with him. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Um Yeah, he I'm I, I'm just now I'm just right clicking his shit and looking to see who the fuck was in these shits. Oh, he has stars in his movies, uh like and, and it's funny because, like, he did a lot of movies with Mia Farrow back when they were together back then, including, uh, well, not including uh, Rosemary's Baby, but, like, Rosemary's Baby is, like, Mia Farrow's big, big, big role. And it was, mm. it was a phenomenal movie. And, but, like, at least back then, it was kind of like, well, one, nothing had come out yet. But two, it was like... I, I feel like the people who were in his movies back then weren't as big of a star as the people who he did movies with post 2000. Like, like these post 2000 people, these are like big, big, these are A list celebrities, duh, and they still doing movies with this dude. Like, man, like, man, these people have no fucking conscience, duh. Like, I can't even imagine, duh. Like, why would you take that, take that role? Anyway, they, they, um, they don't give a fuck, but yeah. <laughs> I just don't anyway, uh, 
the uh, the other thing I want to talk about was this Myers Leonard dude. So did you see his his whole situation? Yep. The saw the video the and all. Yep. Wait, the video of him saying what he said? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't. I haven't seen that. I didn't know there was a video of it. I just read it. Read so he was he was uh, game. He was online gaming. Mm-hmm. You know when they you know how they show the people playing and shit. And yeah, he said it on there. I'm like, man, I, I okay. So one, I, I using that word that he used. I wouldn't use that word, and I, I even debated whether or not I would say the word on the podcast to convey what he said. But then I looked at it as like, okay, I'm not saying it's the same thing. But how would I feel if a white person was talking about? the same kind of thing on their podcast and they were like yeah so-and-so called so-and-so a nigger and i'll be like okay well shit i i i I wouldn't feel good about a white person saying that even if all they're doing is is telling me what someone else said i'd prefer they just go so-and-so called so-and-so the n-word so like i so when i said when i thought that i was like okay well by that standard i shouldn't say the word on the podcast that that he used uh, but i also was like well i can't say the k word because i'm like oh this might not even know what that is and because i didn't know if you looked up i didn't know if you were aware of this I didn't, like, at all so like now that you now that i know you've seen it i know you know what word was said so it don't matter but like i i, I don't want to repeat the word but you don't say that without knowing what it is because like you you can't be like oh i was just ignorant to what that no you you don't just like you don't use like the king of racial slurs for Jews by happenstance. <laughs> like, like, like you don't know nah, what it is. Like, nah, like no. And you don't use it in a context to insult somebody if you don't know what it means. So I don't buy any any explanation he has for using the word. But like what pissed me off was that whole thing that that's not who I am. Like that I've I've had my complete fill of that. Cause they always say that shit. Like, oh that's not who I am. That's just what I was doing back then. Like that's not who I am. Like no like you can't be white and use race, racist terms in 2020 and expect me to believe that's not who, who you are because that's just what it is. Like, that's what y'all been doing. Like, so you, like, I, I don't want to hear that again. Like, I'm done with motherfuckers saying that's not who I, that's, I am. Like, and, I, always, I never believed it, but and, like, and, now it pisses me off. And, and to your point, that's just not a word you just pull out your ass. Like, I, I'm certain that I've never said it. I'm sorry, I haven't. I've never said it. Me like, neither. I, I never I, said it. There's there's no situation where I feel like I need to say it. Cause there's no there's no situation where I feel like I need to say it. Like there's none. Like not I can a tell one. You, I can tell you the one scenario where I would say it is if I were explaining this to my wife, what he said, and she said, What word did he say? And I, I would tell her the word because I'm fairly certain she might not even be aware of that term as a as a, a slur toward toward Jewish people. So like I would tell her the word so she would know what the word is. Because I feel like she probably does not know what the word is. More than likely. Again, that's the only scenario in which I would say it is so you know that this is a word you don't use to describe Jews, it is this word. That's the only scenario where I would say it. I've never I've never said it. I've no I have no reason to <laughs> like I know what it is. I know what it means. And I like I I have no problem with Jews. <laughs> like, I no, even if I did, I would I wouldn't say it. But I, I, I wouldn't have any problem with Jews because 
why would I? Just, I just don't like. I just yeah. <laughs> I just don't. And I and I like I say, I'd have no no reason. I don't have any problem with any group of people based on who they are. I have it based on what they do. So like all the slander that I have for white people isn't because they're because I just don't like white people. The slander that I have for white people is because white people keep doing shit that warrant slander. <laughs> so if they stop doing that shit, I would have no problem with them. But like, I don't, I don't have any problem with any group of people just based on who they are. Like that to me, that's like a ridiculous concept. Like, like why do people hate trans people so much? Like, why? Like what they didn't do, they, they're just people. They didn't do anything to you. Like, like, I, I don't like, hatred of somebody for just just being is is ridiculous to me like I, I don't i don't i don't get it so like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be using that kind of using that kind of language just for shits and giggles though like i don't know man i so yeah there's no way there's absolutely no way i believe that this guy did not know what he was saying so don't sit in front of me and go oh that's not who i am like because at that point that sounds to me like you just think I'm too stupid to understand that you didn't, that you knew what you were saying. Like, I don't like to have my intelligence insulted by a, a, a racist child. Cause that's what he is to me. I mean, like, I, I don't know how old he is, but he can't, I mean, he's a young, he's a young player. He's probably in his early twenties. So from my perspective, you, you just a young, dumb motherfucker. So you ain't going to be a young, dumb motherfucker, a young, dumb racist motherfucker. And, and think you're gonna pull the wool over my eyes. Like, oh, that's not who I am. No, yes, the fuck it is who you are. And then I saw that, and I didn't know this, but I saw that he um, he was, uh, like, I guess he he put his hand over his heart during the anthem while team members were kneeling. Like, oh, yeah. He, like, oh, yeah. He's, some he, kind of, like, he's ripe for the racism, racism right now. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's shown that, you know, this is not... This is not foreign. This is not just a random ass mistake. Like this is right. We red. have receipts this, to show. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, have receipts this. to show that this is who you are. <laughs> so I'm, um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in enthralled of trying to figure out why that word was used, um, like the the origin of that word. And so I'm looking at something now. So uh, the thing I'm looking at now it says this bo- this I uh, this word was born. On Ellis Island, where Jewish migrants were also literate, they couldn't use the Latin alphabet. When asked to sign entry forms with the customary X, the Jewish immigrants would refuse because they associated X with the cross with Christianity. Instead, they drew a circle on entry forms. The Yiddish word for circle is keikel. Hmm. And so uh, at some point, they started associating them with the circle and how, and then the word actually translated at some point to like, how do you spell, how do you spell Keikel? K-I-K-E-L. K-I-K-E-L. Okay. Which is Yiddish, huh. Yiddish for circle. Okay. Interesting. That's and, something I, I, I like that you pointed that out because that's something that's always interested me is where yeah where did um, it come from like where where do racial slurs originate like yeah. how do they how do they come to be how yeah. do, how did a word get assigned to a group of people so like I, I, that's that's an interesting that's an interesting explanation yeah the whole time we were talking about this, I'm just like how in the fuck did they get this word like where did this come from you know what I'm saying so um, but yeah that's 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 pretty interesting so yeah man yeah but fuck oh. it man. I'm sorry, go ahead. 
So I was gonna say, no, uh, continue what you're gonna say because what I was about to say is a complete sidebar. Oh, I'm just say fuck him. I don't like I say that's not one. That's not in my nor. That's not no, in my normal lexicon of words. I've never used the word. I don't see myself ever using a word, and I just don't see that just being a random ass mistake. Like you've said this in many other circles, and just you know. You you fucked up and said it online, dumb fuck. So you know I, I love when they come out. You know as a basketball player, or not. like come on, dog. Like ain't nobody gonna know. Like you say something like that on a video game, you think no one's gonna be like, yo, this NBA player just said this. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck, dog. He an NBA player, right? Yeah, I think he plays for the yeah. Heat or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he plays for Miami. Yeah, so like I, I yeah, you, there's no like, why would you even think you can get away with that? Like, if I'm famous and I'm playing video games, motherfuckers, I'm on my best goddamn behavior. <laughs> he's just com- he's comfortable he's with thinking he's out here. He, he's comfortable and he's, he's thinking his white skin is going to hide him from whatever fuck shit he do. And, um, yep, and he's young and stupid. Young and stupid. And I, I he, he means nothing to me. I don't care if he decides to just want to change his life around or whatever fuck, you know, suffer. You need to suffer all the consequences that come with it. And, you know, if I don't ever have to hear his name again, um, I, I'll be uh, cool with that. Did you see that thing? <laughs> you see that thing with Papa John said he'd been working for twenty months. Stop saying nigga. <laughs> I was like, damn, God, they didn't ask me to stop saying the. <laughs> like shit, <laughs> you need twenty months. <laughs> like I say it all the time, and if somebody was like, "Yo, you need to never say that shit again," it would probably take me a couple days before I could be like comfortably. Like stop letting it slip out, and I only say a couple of days because, like, I say it all the time, but I've never said it around white people. Like, not not once. All the times we be having conversations, when we be at our cigar meetups and shit. I'm not Tony. Tony dropping. Dude, I was just about to say Tony is flagrant as fuck, dog. I was, I was just, I was over uh, for his for his birthday. I was over at his house with Eddie. And boy, the niggas was flying out so fucking fast and hard. I was like, and it's all, it used to be really surprising. It's not surprising anymore, but it's just like, ugh. Like, I just, it's still a sting to it, dog. Yeah. I've never once slipped a set it in front of a white person. So that's how I know, like, if somebody told me I could never say it again, I, it, it, I'd be able to do it pretty easily. And I say it all the time. So I said it. As a matter it, of fact, I'm about to do a podcast. Tonight or tomorrow? No, uh, I don't know when, but um, uh, Delvin said that he wants to do like an interview series about okay. the word. Okay. And um, yeah, so like I, he said, like, you know, give me like 15 minutes to like just interview you about it. So I don't know when we're going to do it. We haven't set a time or nothing like that. But like, yeah. that's how much I say it. <laughs> Delvin's like, hmm, I want to do an interview about the N word. Who can I talk to? Ah, Mike. Like, man, but I know I can stop saying it at the drop of a hat, dog. And Papa John need twenty months to get, to get it together. It's almost two years, bro. How Bruh. much did he say it? So I said, <laughs> I said it, I said it at work yes, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it wasn't to anybody. I was sitting in my desk and I was reading an email about something, and I just heard, and I, and it was just, it came out so easy. I'm like, fuck, somebody had to hear me in here because I was sitting in my email, reading my email for something. I was just like this nigga and i'm like oh shit like <laughs> i'm like somebody had to hear me dog. <laughs> i did i did almost slip and say it i almost said it at work to somebody uh, and i and the worst part is 
I got part way through the word before I stopped myself. Like I got, I got to the NI. I was like, and it was a white dude. And I, I, I can't even remember the context of the of what I was saying, but I said something like, and then this meant, uh, <laughs> you sit there looking, you sit there looking like Booker T and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 whatever it was, I handled it real smooth to the point where I feel like there's a high probability he didn't even catch it. Cause I, I however I handled it, I caught it and conti- and continued talking in a way where like I, I think it's probably very unlikely he even caught it. But that's the only time it almost slipped. And I, I, I yeah, I'd be able to stop saying it really easily, but I would never I would never purposely do that. And like I, I'll I'll talk about it whenever I do this interview with Delvin, but I'm never gonna. I'm not. I'm never gonna stop saying it. I'm gonna keep saying it, and I don't give a fuck. And I'll explain why on that podcast. But I'm just not. So, but if I had to, I would. I'd be able to. I should say. If I had. As to, a matter but... of fact, as, as a matter of fact, uh, when we were doing one of our garbage opinions episodes, Delvin slipped and said it. Oh, and really? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I nobody reacted, but That's I heard awesome. it and. <laughs> I heard it and it, in, in my head, I was like, oh, because <laughs> I was uncomfortable because like it's three other white, it's three white dudes on there. So I'm like, Delvin said it and I was like, uh, but he said it so fast and it like, it, it, it was in the middle of like a long string of string of words. I, I'm certain there's no way that they missed it, but <laughs> I don't even know if he did it. So if that De- once Delvin listens to this episode, because I know he will, once Delvin listens to this, I want to know. I want you to tell me, Delvin, if you know that you said "nigga" on garbage opinions, because <laughs> you uh, said it. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> uh oh." <laughs> yeah, I'm curious too now. So hopefully, if Delvin listens soon, he'll tell us. I'm curious now. <laughs> he gonna listen. He gonna listen tomorrow. Uh, I believe him when he, I believe him when he said that our podcast is one of the few podcasts that he gets disappointed if we miss a week. Yeah, so I, yeah. I believe I believe if, you, if I believe if you put it up tonight or tomorrow morning, he will listen tomorrow. And yeah. Delvin, I want to know. I want to know if you. Uh, that's going to give me. That. That's going to give me. <laughs> that's going to give me much more motivation. Like I got to get some clothes out the washer and and uh, jump in the shower <laughs> and shit. But I am getting that shit in tonight. Like it will be up for the morning. So that's for damn sure. That is for damn sure. <laughs> Delvin so. gonna wake up and start listening. They'll be like, "Wait, when did this shit become about me?" Right, right. <laughs> Name the episode. Delvin says, "Nick." Del- like, wait, Del- what? <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to see that uh, DM notification tomorrow. Like, I, I'm gonna be like, "Yes, he he listened early." <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have a DM fight and wake up. Like, God damn. <laughs> like, no, I didn't know I said it. No. <laughs> yep, I cannot wait. I so what's this thing wait. you got a? Uh, what's this thing you got about this QAnon person? Yo, okay, so I'm out to lunch today uh, with coworkers, and um, every so often one of the suppliers uh, takes a, he wants to take people take us out to lunch and stuff. So we're out to lunch, and it's uh, one of the ladies. She's not in my department, but she ended up going to lunch anyway. And so we went to Andiamo's. So I haven't been to many restaurants since since COVID, um, but. It's kind of cool. They do like a temperature uh, scan at the door. And then for like 45 minutes, we were like the only customers in there. So it's just wild to be in a restaurant, which is only the group that you come in. So that's always kind of weird. So anyway, 
they're talking about one of his other coworkers, and um, uh, for the sake of argument, I'll call her Karen. Karen, so I, Karen has always been super weird to me. Um, like sometimes I'll be in the kitchen. Sometimes she speaks. Sometimes she don't. I don't know what the fuck's up with her. I'm like, I don't know. If, I don't know if this bitch racist or she just don't fuck with just people. Period. Whatever the fuck. But then someday she's perky as fuck and she talks and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I never can tell with her. So anyway, they're talking about her today and somehow how they have a new girl in the department and she's been like all the new girl giving like her conspiracy conspiracies and shit. Like she told the new girl. Um, don't pay your bills next month because uh was it q a nine q uh mm-hmm. q a nine is going to have some reckoning or some shit and the world is going to be over so don't worry about paying your bills i always wonder about when people say like well i don't have to pay my bills right now because shit's for that world's by the end what the fuck are you gonna do with the money <laughs> if you, where are you taking it you know what i'm saying like but anyway so so then she said that um, during this reckoning, uh, Biden was going to come up on stage and he was going to take off his mask and it was really going to be Donald Trump. <laughs> and she's like totally serious with this shit. Like she emails no, people in her office no. about this shit and to the point where one of the higher ups in the office told her she needs to stop sending people messages and shit. But like she's like really off on off off the rocker like when they told me and they said that she said that part about biden taking off his mask and it was trump like with all seriousness like and i cannot look at this woman like i saw her at work today after lunch and i i it was just it it was amazing just to see like a person that's really walking around here talking about that shit like isn't that the same following that the dude who's like a vegan at the capitol is q on or some shit yeah, yeah. Like I don't. I, I meant to look. I meant to look. Look them up because I was really curious about just what they do. But the fact that she just goes on this tangent about this shit is just fucking amazing. Like I would love to have been sitting in the office when she said that Biden was going to take off his face and and fucking Trump was going to come <laughs> from underneath. Like come the fuck on, dude. I can't believe somebody actually believes that, bruh. And there's I, a lot of weird shit that Q and I people believe, but like. What is, what is his face off? Like, no, there's no way. Like, how can you possibly believe that? Like, this is Game of Thrones, and you're like, like, why gonna take his face off? It's gonna be Arya Stark. Like, like, the, no, no. like between that and this whole reckoning, where you know whatever's gonna happen, and telling this woman don't pay her bills. Like, what? What? Where did you get this shit from? Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Then, man, believe some weird shit. then I found out one of the my favorite people is like a Trump supporter and it's like hurt my soul. Mm. Mad as fuck. It was uh this is the lady she does. I think she's like in finance. She was she was like the timekeeper. So when I was like hourly and I was late, she had fixed my time um timesheet for me and all this shit. Always nice to me and shit. But she I found out she's a Trump supporter and she's a uh anti-mask and it's funny because i rarely see her like anytime you're out of your immediate office you're supposed to have on your mask she never has her fucking mask on and i just be like oh maybe she's running running onto the kitchen and back because it's close nah she's anti-mask she's uh a straight trump supporter and i'm just so fucking disappointed like that just i just my stomach turned when i found out about her like god damn it so between her being a trump supporter and homegirl with the reckoning and the face mask shit, I'm just like, man, I work for some fucked up white people. This is just all bad. 
Are you are you friends with Trevor? On, you friends with Trevor on Facebook, right? I am. Okay, I'm about to tag. I'm about to tag you in this video. <laughs> I opened Facebook, and this is the only time that this has worked out in my favor. When you get those notifications that somebody oh, so, you know commented no, on some other first shit off, that you First on. off, I got the notification that you commented on it. And I, I don't understand how that out. happens. Wait, the well, because I tagged you. No, no, no. I got your initial one. Like it popped up. I don't know how that shit happens. Oh, the one, oh, before I tag. Okay, yeah, yeah, right I before you tag me. So when you said Trevor, I was like, it must be what he just commented on and shit. Yeah. So like um, I got a notification that Johnny commented on Trevor's post. Mm-hmm. And like normally that shit irritates me, but I always click on them by mistake because it's just a notification. So I just click on it. And then I once I click on it, I realize it's something that I'm not involved in. And I'm like, ugh. But then I clicked on that and I watched that video. <laughs> I watched Yo, that I, video and I'm like, I, this I've was seen, worth it. <laughs> I've seen that. And what's crazy about that video is that it took me like three or four times to realize that it was the airbag that shot his hat off. Because first I was like, is that the window breaking? But I'm like, no, he's looking out the window, so it's not the window. And it took me like five, six times before I realized the airbag almost took his fucking head off. <laughs> he probably had like a concussion, be, dog. I thought that would be traumatizing for me since it was my own situation <laughs> with my airbag, but it didn't knock a hat off, did it? No, no, I wasn't wearing a hat. I didn't have my window down. <laughs> Bruh, I thought because I'm like my first, and I'm like, no, that's stupid. The windows, the window is uh not down. And I'm like, what the fuck is it knocking his hat off? And then it took me like five tries. I'm like, oh, the fucking airbag. <laughs> No, nah, he that he probably had to go to the hospital. That that hat flew off with intensity, dog. I think it's funny because like it's not like you see his head get hit and then the hat fly off. It's like you just see the whole window fill up with airbag and like yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's like it chopped his head off or something and the hat just went like like how like how hard did his head hit the hit the head headrest? Like his head, is, he had to break the headrest. He got a concussion. <laughs> oh man, that shit was funny as hell, though. Yeah, I've seen that a few times. Woo. Like I said, it took me a minute to figure out what the fuck was going on. Then after the fifth or sixth, I'm like, oh, the airbag. Yeah, that fool knocked it. It fucking Bobby smurdered his hat, dog. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bobby smurdered his hat, dog. The house is how is this nigga best known for his hat? Though? Like his hat is more famous than he is. Oh, for, for damn sure. Because ain't nowhere I'm, I'm looking <laughs> out for that? Bobby Smurda music. Did you see that video where it was um the end of Avengers Infinity War when Thor comes back? Oh, and the hat is flying in space <laughs> and shit? Yes. It's his hat instead of Thor's hammer. <laughs> like you just see his hat just going through chopping down enemies and shit. Like his hat should not be that fucking famous, dog. No, it should not. <laughs> mm. Oh, the uh, the sidebar that I, I forgot to say. You might want to revisit this uh this hot cake number five. This shit fire. Okay. Like I've been smoking this the whole time in high high enjoyment and appreciation. I'm like, oh, this is good. I, I, still, I think I still got a few of them, so I think if not, I'm gonna order some next week. Uh yeah, I've been enjoying the uh, HBC cigars in general. I think if you like that, you probably I like... slept on them. Yeah, I think a lot of people did. Um, you would probably like the 500th anniversary one, too. Oh, I got have. that. 
Yeah, I, I think those. I think you'll like that as well. Those those. No, I have them. I have those. No, I mean I I I have some and I've already had it. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I got some of those. Those are good. The firecracker is fire. And now this one. So yeah, like I I slept on them. Like I I, I like the five hundred one, but I, I was just like uh, you know I I didn't get any other ones because of that. I just mm-hmm. I just had a five hundred. But after the firecracker and after this one, yeah, no, they on my radar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, HBC is making making good shit. So yeah, it's good you like it because I was a big fan of it. I thought I thought the bigger size was I, like I said, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't good as a smaller one. But I feel like I want to revisit that one now. So it's on my list. Well, I gotta revisit the smaller one because mine, like I, you remember, I told you like mine was plugged. Oh so like, shit, that's right. Ask to smoke. And so, I, I heard haven't so, smoked someone else told the me Corona Gorda. I haven't smoked. It. Someone else told me they had a bunch of plug ones. Uh, I think it was Alex that he had a bunch oh, of plug. Okay. Uh, hotcake so yeah, yeah so. I, sometimes i wonder sometimes i wonder um about alex's opinion on cigars because sometimes it feels like if if the consensus in our group chat is that we don't like something alex will pop up and say he does and then if we do don't, if we do like something he'll pop up and say he doesn't like there was something i can't remember what it was but there was something that he he kind of slandered that we all like across the board really like. And I can't remember what it was, but he kind of came through and was like, yeah, this is kind of whack. I'm like, out of nowhere, like we weren't, none of us had smoked it. He's popped up and was like, yeah, this one thing is, it, it needs to sit longer or something like that. I remember like, that everybody too. Everybody said we liked that. And I can't remember what it was, but everybody, it was something that everybody liked. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I do still trust his opinion, but I do still, I do wonder sometimes if, he, if he's one of those people who just like to be like a contrarian. Yeah, and just like yeah. just wants to say something different from what everybody else is saying. Like when we when we would get hype about Roma releases, they're like, oh, they now they release a so and so in in a box press, or now they release a so and so in a different size. And then he always comes through like, is it a different blend? Like, all right, man, <laughs> chill out, dog. Like, go swear, dog. <laughs> yep, that is Alex. That is definitely Alex. And he is a bougie cigar smoker, bro. Well, that's for sure. That's definitely for sure. You got anything else? Nah, I'm good. All right, well, uh, thanks for listening as always, and uh, we will see y'all next week. Yep. Peace. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to What Up Do Podcast at Gmail. That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at What Up Podcast. Peace.